You're listening to 85 Yards, the sports podcast for average sports fans by average sports fans. So pour a glass and join us as we take you 85 yards through the heart of the South. To the game, to the yes. game, the game. I want first thing I got to start with is I've been waiting all fucking week for a trailer. Like I've looked every day, looked I, for fan made shit. I, I sent it to you. Oh no so no no! I hope no. You I, it. Oh, I'm getting to that. That is gonna say I've looked all week. I have had to watch these two shit ass trailers <laughs> that like the audio wasn't even matching up. Like. With the right. with the scenes, like it was like, like some fan Avengers. made trailers. Or yes, something. and yeah. like that they could have been good, but like the, I watched the trailer from last year, that kind of sufficed. But I gotta say, hats fucking off. They took, they even like went a step. They're like, no, nah, we're we're gonna have the guy who fell down in the oh, end yeah. zone narrate, ran the wrong shit. route and fell yeah. down. That's nuts. That's nuts. And then they're they're yelling the score and shit as they're like working out. And you know they've thought about it all year. I I, j- I watched they- it again right before right before mm. you came on. I've only seen it one. I'm gonna watch it whenever I get whenever I get off again. I've only seen it the one time. Um, we have we have discussed. My whole thought is he's right. I thought it was the end, but it was actually the beginning because now we're at the end with this team. Yep. And you know this. This is I've I've been on. I've never wanted a game more than I want this game ever. Mm. Uh, you know, everybody knows me by now. Listening to me talk and stuff. I love Ohio State. I definitely am not a homer at all. I definitely I feel like I'm a realist. I love Ohio State. Love the Big Ten. That being said, you're gonna see homer ass Chayton on Friday. It doesn't happen oh, much. Bro. You're gonna see. Homer, Homer, Chayton. They, they, they are dis like Dabo oh, bro, really thinks we're less. It's just absurd, dude. It's absurd, and like, and driving me insane. Oh God, man, like, and and it's not even just the the the, I guess disrespect itself, but it's it's him trying to also justify it and back it up all week long. Because you know, I mean, we all knew they were going to get asked that question. Right. Mm-hmm, it, of course. The, the reporters were going to ask, you know, oh, well, why did you rank Ohio State 11th? So I was curious, okay, what is his response going to be? And I mean, it's just the most hypocritical thing I could possibly think of because I, you, Dabo, every single fucking person under the sun knows that if the shoe is on the other foot, mm-hmm. And Clemson was the team that had only played six games, had a weak schedule, whatever, blah, 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 that he would be campaigning so hard that they deserve to be in because they're clearly one of the best four teams. And it's like, okay, so you want to sit here and say that Ohio State doesn't deserve that because, oh, Texas A&M played nine games, Florida played 10 games, and uh, Cincinnati played nine games, and all these other teams played nine-plus games when in reality, like, 
you wouldn't give a fuck if it was you. Oh, that you, when, when not only did he know he was going to get that question, he ranked us 11 because he wanted that question. He wanted to be able, he wanted, he <coughs> knew that would be all the rage and he knew people were going to ask him. Ryan's dying, everyone. Oh, man. I'm hyped too. I'm, I get it. I'm no. hyped. Dude, so, <laughs> so you know how it, it hurts when you, yes. when you drink water down the wrong path? I should burp it. That was just, oh my God. Ryan, for those who oh. can't see on the uh, on the on the pod, Ryan uh, it went like whiskey went down the windpipe there, oh, and uh, I'm pretty sure now he has superpowers. <laughs> I better shit. Oh um, my god! So, okay. but, so you know, Dabo knows he was going to get that question, and he that's the disrespect yeah. on ten. He wanted the opportunity to disrespect us. It's not even like he gave, wanted to just go ahead and have a soundbite. No, he's like, no, I want to plant the seed to know I'm going to be asked <coughs> so I can shit on Ohio State. And you're exactly right. And it, I would have been in favor of Dabo because I, I agree. It's the four best teams. I don't mm-hmm. care if you played two fucking games. We knew back in fucking September who the best four teams were. We knew three four. of them. And, and we that's kind of figured thing, Notre right? Dame. And that's... That's the other thing, too, is like, okay, go back to last year um, when the conversation was, <clears throat> it wasn't the conversation, I guess, but his entire uh, f- fucking playoff, like, motivation was how disrespected Clemson was because despite, quote-unquote, winning every game, they dropped the, to three, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, well, if we won every game, I don't, I don't understand why we would drop to three. Like we were ranked first in the preseason and we won every game. We did what we're supposed to do. We shouldn't have dropped. We should have kept our spot. Right. Um, and, and, and then now he's coming out and saying like, well, you could go back to the preseason rankings. And I mean, the top 10 has changed drastically since then. And like, it doesn't matter. Like it's played out on the field and that's how you determine who the best teams are. It's on, it's in the games and it's on the field. And it's like, bro, last year, you were literally saying that because you had just gone out and played the teams that Went were across games, from yeah. you, did what you had to do and did what was given to you, that you deserved to maintain your spot. Okay, so Ohio State was ranked, uh, what were we? We were second, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, why would, why would then we drop if we did exactly what we were supposed to do, played the games that were in front of us? We can't control what, what games are scheduled canceled what the big 10 does like i mean the the team did only what they could do which was win every game that they played right every game we were afforded to play yeah right and if that's the case then why is it different this year than it was last year because it's different because it's ohio state he knows he doesn't want to fucking play us that's why and that's where we get to the actual so so they're a bunch of fuckers we've got that like everybody nobody's given us a fucking chance in hell oh, the dude. line is seven and a half that's that right there that's dude, the, that's disrespect i haven't seen a single analyst give us a semblance nope. of a shot nope and not even that have you seen the the graphic that espn yes aired who the f- with justin fields in a fucking georgia uniform like and then like the o that like was fat as shit like i don't it, think that was real though i don't think that was real you know, i'm pretty I, sure that somebody fucked with that 
like, I don't there's, know what to I, believe. I feel like that's not real, but because I didn't see it anywhere else. I saw like one person post it and somebody, I didn't see it anywhere somebody else. Somebody fucked with it. Was but like, everybody posted the, the thing of him in the Georgie uniform. And that's not the first time they've done that either. Um, they've done that multiple times this year. And it's just like, and he... How many how many snaps did he even take at Georgia? Like two or three games at most. Like he has played now two years at Ohio State, and yeah. you still can't like no, just know. search him on Google. Like an He's, Ohio State uniform will pop up. I promise immediately. You. The, this game, and and I want to get to some just kind of analysis of it. Yeah. I, I like I said. Clemson has become our Michigan to me. Like, I like I hate Michigan, but like, I mean, you got to beat us every now and then for me to feel the same way. It, Clemson really does feel like it's them and Alabama, and then we're the next level. And the only way, look, uh, I, and I love the Buckeyes, and here I'm going to say it. We were beating our chest, leading it. Justin Fields had a fucking petition mm-hmm. out there having people sign it saying, let's play this season. You go through the season, and the Big Ten does you solid like they should have and change the protocol for us to play in the Big Ten title game, as they should have, but they still changed it for us. You got exactly what you wanted. This is right. 100% on you. Go out there and execute like you're supposed to, and we will win that game. Yep, and as much as, like, I agree, and as much as I hate on Clemson or Alabama or things like that, like, you have to beat those teams. For sure. In order to... to you know, consider yourself in that same breath. So, like, the fact if we don't, like, yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, we until we are able to prove that we can beat them consistently, like, they are above us, right? And this is it, right? Like, this is the moment because, you know, you get this win over Clemson. There's no more other winless. Okay, you'll be one and four. Well, so what? You know, you'll play him again probably next year. You know, like so. He's this a playoff, is probably. this is the <clears throat> the next potentially you know five years is it's going to be those three teams until Saban retires. Like Alabama will be there. Uh, I think Dabo Sweeney is a is a good enough recruiter and a good enough coach to keep them in that conversation year in and year out or close to that conversation. And Ryan Day, same same case for sure. So. I mean, this is, and, and like, I agree with a lot of what analysts are saying as far as, okay, the, the system is flawed. Correct. Mm-hmm. The system is flawed because those <clears throat> three teams are probably going to lock up one of those spots just about every year. If they have one you or know. less losses, yes. Yeah. Correct. And, I mean, like, it's tough to say that it, it should be expanded in the same breath because... Again, I go back to, okay, well, if you want to, you know, be on that same field, you got to beat those teams. Like, no. if you can't beat those teams, then they absolutely deserve to be in that spot. And you it's, cannot tell me otherwise because they do what they're supposed to do and you can't compete with them on a competitive, uh, like, environment. Right? So, like, until you can, what the fuck are you talking about? It's really hard for me to take it seriously when Alabama's a 20-point favorite against the fourth team. That's just, that's just, I mean, like I said, I know I was saying And I like it, too, and that's the fucked up thing. 
I like them as a 20 point favorite. Like that's, you know, like, like, so if you're, uh, you're not on that level and like that's, and that's, so we're the, we're the next closest thing. I mean, I will, like we are, mm -hmm. we are, we are right up there, but you know what? You can only knock at that gate so many times. It's, it's time to bust that gate down. And there's no reason that we can't look, looking at the game. It really <laughs> comes down to this. If we can protect Justin Fields and yep. we can protect him, that that is the number one important thing. How does our <laughs> offensive line play? Their defense isn't as good as it's been in the past years. They had that legendary defensive line uh, like two years ago. Last year it was really good. Defense isn't as good. It's still good. Um, it's still well coached. I hate Brent Venables, but by God, they're always in position, and they—I they, mean—they are—they are really well coached up. Um, we need to protect the two. The two most important things are is protect Justin Fields, mm -hmm. and hopefully that secondary can hold up. I don't want them to be perfect, but well, I want to. I, 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 I guess that's kind of where I'm. Serve. Where I, I differ a little bit is <clears throat> I agree. Offensive line has to be able to keep uh, Fields protected like mm -hmm. he can't be taking sacks he has to have some time to get through a couple reads you know to make the right play to keep the ball protected you know we can't have two turnovers we can't have you know a turnover i mean we probably can realistically right, have a but... single turnover but <clears throat> you have to you know protect the ball and that falls on the offensive line you've got to be able to keep him upright and keep him uh, safe for long enough to make a decision whether or not he's going to take off, you know, escape the pocket or dump it off or what have you, right? Um, but I look more at the defensive line as the deciding factor defensively, <clears throat> them and, and the linebackers. Um, primarily because the wide receivers for Clemson are not what they have been in recent years. They're not last year's, that's they're for young. sure. You know, they're they're <clears throat> talented, don't get me wrong, but they're not the world burners like we've seen for Clemson recently. Um yep. yeah, T. Higgins and like <clears throat> T. Higgins gone, Justin Ross out for the year. So Right. So that I'm I'm okay with that. You know, Sean Wade has has been playing a lot better. Seven Banks has has been playing a lot better as well. Um I think from a safety perspective, uh, from what I've been hearing or reading, rather, Lathan Ransom has been doing exceptionally well. And, you know, he's battled injury all year, so he mm -hmm. hasn't really had a lot of game reps to, to be able to see him. But he's another another prospect that has high expectations. Uh, Marcus Williamson. Um, Obviously Proctor. Proctor, yeah. Same thing with, um, you know, Hooker. You know, mm -hmm. if he can... Just, perform better than what he did the first half of the season that would be ideal but i'm okay with them i think i think they'll try and keep it pretty much in a um i don't know that they'll try and man up as much <coughs> as we would have last year <clears throat> well and here's um i'm, I'm primarily if if the d-line can get some pressure on lawrence quickly and early and the linebackers can uh cover etn out of the backfield well that to me is the deciding factor. He's he's an X factor for me for them. Is is can we keep ETM bottled up? My eyes on the game. If I'm looking at one singular player, Sean Wade, man, Sean Wade. <clears throat> Last year, Jeffrey Okuda played probably the best game I've ever seen an Ohio State defensive back play. Last year, he mm -hmm. the kid 
was everywhere. And he was guarding both of those receivers and he shut them down. And he didn't obviously get credit for, for the fumble that he <clears throat> caused too. That would have right. completely turned the game and stuff. That kid played with his hair on his fire. And I just look at the DBs in history. I know I roasted him a lot, but Damon Arnett was, was really good. Obviously Jeffrey Okuda was really good. Um, you know, Marcus Lattimore, You've got just this listery, this his Denzel Ward history, Eli Apple. God, you can just go down the list of all these excellent right. cornerbacks. Well, Eli Apple has not done well in the NFL. So, but in college, he was he, he was, was he was great in college. Yeah, and so, so, like, and I guess my point to that is, is that like Sean Wade hadn't <clears throat> Sean Wade doesn't feel like those guys. And I keep being told that he's a first round pick, and I know he will be a first round pick. I need him to ball out on Man, Saturday. I haven't. I agree. Like, I haven't seen it this year. I didn't really see it that much last year. I, I That's know why him coming back was great because <clears throat> to me, you have that veteran <clears throat> presence in the secondary that is going, going to be really young, which is crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have some consistency there, right? Right. Um, but man, I didn't see it that much last uh, year. And granted, he's playing a different position yeah. this year than he did last year. Um, but man, like, I, I don't know. I, my biggest comeback from from last year was Baron Browning on the defense. Yeah, like him huge. Uh, announcing that he was coming back to me was a bigger keep than uh, than Sean Wade. Yeah, uh, just because I think his role really expanded late in the year, and uh, I thought, I mean, from a cover perspective, especially, so like somebody that's going to go out and cover um, Etn. I mean, I imagine Browning's probably going to be that person for most of this game. Or Hilliard. You know, Justin Hilliard had a great game against Northwestern. Or your boy Pete Warner. (laughs) I had him on my list too, but like, I feel like it's going to be one of the other two. (laughs) And if Browning's Browning's pulled out, they'll put in Hilliard to cover him. You know, like, Mm -hmm. they're going to use Pete Warner in a a little bit different way because I think he's, his skill set isn't covering. It's, it's kind of he's more of that standard linebacker mm-hmm. rather than a hybrid. So like to me, he can cover really well, but I don't know that he can cover ETN really well. <laughs> so Notre, that's Notre the Dame, difference. Exactly. Notre Dame showed you the blueprint on how to beat this team. I mean, it didn't matter that that Tutuela or whatever his name was threw for 470 yards. ETN had under 50 rushing yards that wasn't when they close. beat him. What is his name? It's JT or it's a. Uh, DJ Uyunglele. Uyunglele. That's right. That's right. Okay. So Billy Bob, who was the backup. <laughs> Billy Bob. Billy Bob, the backup. Um, you know, he went off, but you've seen they get it going when they can get it on the ground. And if nothing right. else, you're, I mean, I really don't think you're going to run on us. Just looking at that Northwestern game, a defense played insane after about the first 20 mm. minutes of football. They, they played really well. The first quarter was awful, but, I, you know, it, we, well, I mean, this defense has has pl- has allowed what I think it was like twenty two points in the last two games. That, playing well, and they've they, they've played significantly better since. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, man, you go back in stretches too, and it's like, okay, people forget that the Indi- Indiana game was thirty five to seven, mm-hmm. right? Like, we held them to seven points into the third quarter. And then they just went off. And then they went off, yeah. And it was largely big plays and missed assignments and what have you. But, like, if you limit those, this defense is talented enough to to keep teams low scores. 
Mm-hmm. I think run defensively wise, like I'm not worried about the run defense. I think our interior D line is, I mean, Haskell Garrett and Tommy Togiai <clears throat> and uh, Taron Vincent. Like I think they're they've shown this year that they can fucking just plug holes like no other. So like yeah. ETN running the ball, I'm less concerned with than I am him catching out of the backfield because he's so, so elusive in a one on one scenario. Yeah, like I, if he makes a move and you're not disciplined, he's going to beat you. And we're not, and we're mm-hmm. not going to get beat by the five yard runs and the eight yard plays and whatnot. I don't want to see any 50, 60, 70 yard bombs. <clears throat> That's how they killed Notre Dame this last game. It was mm-hmm. massive plays. We need to play disciplined football for the entire game. Get them into third down. I don't even care if it's third and two or third and three. You consistently put a team in third down. A good third down percentage is in the 40 to 45% range. That's right. good. And if you put them in enough third downs, that means we're getting off the field statistically. So no, so keep everything in front of you. Make them yep. earn everything over and over with the defense. That's th- so. And I think the defense will do that. Justin's got to come to play. That's it, it really, Justin yep. has to come to play. And you've got to give Look, him time. And that's very important. But Justin right. has to play better. He has to. Harry Miller, you gotta stop making good God, man, dumbass plays. He's been killing um, me. And he's he's really good, but he's making stupid he plays. And I mean, like the rest. Of, I mean, our O line is fantastic. They like, are. I think Trey Sermon will continue to ride his wave. Like the holes that they were able to open up for him against a really good Northwestern defense. It, it is very good. <laughs> um, they'll, they'll whip. Auburn's ass. I'll guarantee that. They'll oh, whip yeah. Auburn's ass. 100%. The fact that they're playing Auburn is absurd. Yeah, they'll me. they'll crush Auburn. Um, but I think in, from a run game perspective, that'll be there. I think I think Trey Sermon will have a, a good game. I think mm. he'll probably go over 100 yards rushing in this game. Um, but again, it comes down to okay, you limit the mistakes, you limit the penalties. Harry Miller, stop holding, <laughs> you know, and especially in crucial, you know, down and distance when Justin Fields comes out and makes a big play, and then all of a sudden it comes back. So <clears throat> I feel like that's happened far too often this season. But like you're right, I mean, Fields to me, this is the game that he has wanted all year, so that he can prove uh, what his worth is Mm -hmm. and like i think that's kind of been in the back of his mind he hasn't played great on in big games um and i think he hears that chatter i think he hasn't and you and i were texting during the northwestern game yeah um but like i feel like some of those mistakes that he made in that game were not his fault you know you have jameson williams uh, on the sideline, cutting up field when somebody like a Chris Olave would have recognized off. the better play, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jameson Williams wants that home run, so he's like, "Oh shit! If I break this up, I'm over the top, and all he's got to do is lob it up to me, and I'm gone." You know, like Chris Olave is like, "Okay, am I in front of the sticks? Cool. All I need to do is just catch keep ball. myself in front of him and make this catch." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and and I agree that was and looking back at that, that definitely was like William in in the insurance world. We have proximate cause, who's the majority fault, but is there some shared responsibility? And I feel like you have to know your receiver there. Like you know, I don't have yeah. a lot of it. Like I like he probably is going to turn it upfield, and he wasn't even looking when he threw it. And I, if it's Olave, you're right. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, I mean, yes, but you also have to trust that they're going to make the same decision. And that's and without without game reps and without um, just I guess practice reps, like who you don't necessarily know what that receiver is going to do in that situation, but you have to trust that they're going to see the same thing that you see. They're going to see the same circumstance that you do. And they're going to make the same call that you do. And if they don't, it looks like you fucked up. When in reality, it's like, no, he realistically should have kept on his same route. Mm-hmm. And and I, I and I agree. And that and that play definitely was was more so on Williams. I liked what Clat mm-hmm. said because I've never really been able to put. It's always been like there's just this one thing that feels this. Fields holds on to the ball way too fucking long. Yeah, he does. He, he does. And he like does. that's, and Clatt has called him out a couple times. And that's what he was saying in the Northwestern game. He was like, he does it over and over again. And that's what's get. he's been getting turnovers because he was like, if you'll watch how these defenses are lining up, they're, they're kind of learning that like, okay, he's going to hold mm. on to the ball. So let's just play coverage for the most part. They weren't blitzing an insane amount like toward the end of that game. Early on, they were sending the house, but that's what he was saying. He was like, they've just decided we're going to drop eight in coverage. We're going to make him hold on to the ball and we'll we'll get there eventually. And and mm. that's what I'm worried <laughs> about with Clemson being, I know Northwestern's a good defense. I just feel like I he make the right read and let's let's get through this. Agreed. And, and that definitely is a fault of his. Like he, there are so many times where I'm like, just run. Right. Oh my God. Just run. Yes. You can pick up at least five, six yards. You know, like, yes, take that every day of the the week. Watching you, but you can get five, six yards, slide and protect yourself. Like, I think there is a sense of, you know, I, I, it's a double edged sword to me. Like, I want a quarterback that doesn't panic and start running. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also, want a quarterback who recognizes when it is the right time to run. You know what I mean? Like if you've gone through two, three reads at most, and there's nothing, take off. Yeah, I agree. Because you're a better athlete than most 90% of the people that are going to be in the open field. And like I said, at the very least, like you'll pick up something. Mm. Yeah. Versus trying to force a throw in or take a sack or... You know, then you, you know, you get out of the pocket and then you risk, you know, uh, a harder hit mm-hmm. because you're stationary going at somebody that's coming full speed. You know what I mean? Like, and it's legal because you're out of the pocket. And so it's like, and just be smart with it. And I think he is, but I think he tries so hard to, to be that kind of uh, down the field pocket passer kind mm-hmm. of kind of person um that it gets gets him gets hurt sometimes or gets him in in bad situations sometimes agreed so got uh, <clears throat> your boy your boy's got a jet he's got big big things big things in the works final synopsis give us give us just a two minute rundown of what how you think the game's gonna play out and I want the <clears throat> prediction All right so 
Nolan Turner being out the first half from his targeting call in, in the Notre Dame game, I think will be huge. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio State will take, uh, I don't know how many, but a few deep shots in the first half because of that. Um, I think the defensive line plays well. I think from a mental perspective, I think Ohio State has the clear edge in this game uh, from a disrespect similar to what Clemson had last year. Um, I think that that in games like this will ultimately be the deciding factor. So I think to me, Ohio State comes out probably a little bit uh, too aggressive early, probably goes down early on, uh, takes a halftime lead, comes out in the third quarter, has a strong third quarter. Uh, it's still probably a one possession game. Goes into the fourth uh, and can get another score in the fourth quarter. Ultimately, the score that keeps popping in my head is thirty-five twenty-one. Um, I think both teams will be able to score. I think it's just a matter of who makes the the fewest mistakes and you know, who plays with the most edge and who has the most to lose. I think Ohio State um, is definitely, from a mental perspective, like I said, the team that is gunning for this game the most, and I think they will be the most ready to step up in this case. So I'm going Ohio State, 35, Clemson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend it. I'm going to say 24. I like it. I like it. Good, good, concise. I was on the spot, too. That was a good handicap. <laughs> I think they're going to be nervous. I, I think with that aggression, it's going to come nerves. Look, you ain't got to tell us. We're we're 0-3. We know. Like, we know. We got humiliated a couple years ago, 31-0. 0-4. I mean, at, yeah. You're forgetting when, uh, you know, our boy Woody punched a player in yeah, the Yeah, I forgot about that, 19th. too. But, 78 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. We we get embarrassed 31 nothing. Braxton Miller has the game where we're 40 yards away from potentially yeah. tying it up, and then the same thing happened last year. We're on the run. We're right there with this team. They know it, too, <clears throat> and they know they were beat last year, and that's where all this is coming from. Having said that, I think we press a little bit too early. I think in the first quarter, I could see a turnover, like a pick, a fumble, something kind of mm-hmm. quick to where we get punched in the face because it's just like we're just – nervous because we're trying to make plays i think last year it was a little bit easy that's why we came out to the hot start because it was like let's let's balls to the wall i think this year we're going to feel the anxiety and the pressure having said that i almost kind of think you never want to pick or something like that i think if he threw a pick on the first or second drive that actually would do him some good settle down that's i can see it right now Mm. settle down the other good thing is is that there's not going to be a crowd i think that actually kind of helps us here because i think a crowd with would heighten nerves in a situation where if you're trying to take revenge you're the one that's aggressive and you're the one that's knowing like i don't want to lose this again so i think we have an early turnover i could see us getting down 10 14 nothing uh, maybe 14-3 or something like that. But I think we get a stop. Mm. We get the ball back. If we go into half, which I think we probably will go into half down, but if we can come out in the second half and we can keep it within a one-score <clears throat> game at half, I, oh, this is we're the better team. I truly think that. We haven't had the full amount of games to have reps to be be as polished as these other teams are, but you saw it in the second half. Our defense stepped up and Trey Sermon ran for 300 fucking yards. I think we're ultimately, when it comes down to it, um, I think it's a lower scoring game than people are going to be anticipating. I think neither side wants to give an inch. 
I think we win by less than a touchdown. I'm going to go ahead and say 26-21. Ohio State gets it done. We have an extra point blocked or something like that in there. Something weird's going to happen to where it's going to mess up the score. But I see 26-21. I am jacked, Ryan. So what you're telling me, from a first-half perspective at least, sounds like 2014. Because we went down to Alabama early on. Kicking field goals. Yeah. We're scoring touchdowns. What was it? It was 20 to six. Yeah. Right? Something like that. 21 six. Uh, and then, and then we had that, uh, we had the run to finish the half. We're still down at halftime. Uh, finalized by that fantastic. That uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. The little toe catch. tap where oh, if he brings his heel down, thing. if his heel touches, it's, it's not a beautiful thing. The throw by Evan Spencer. That game, uh, that's my favorite game ever. That's my favorite Ohio State game ever. Hey, 85 yards. 85, I mean, right? I mean, it all, it all gets brought home. <laughs> it all gets brought home. All right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm super, super jacked. And you know that was a sugar bowl, too. Just saying. Playing on turf, baby. You don't want And those jerseys. Turf. Have you seen the jerseys? Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I saw so good. I saw jerseys. So it was some Ohio State account. And it was like, it was like, here's the jerseys for the game. And it was like the it was the Ohio State jerseys. And it was like like a clan robe for Clemson. Like <laughs> I saw that. Did I you did see, see that? that? And I, I was did like, see that. They're like, yeah, these are the unis. <clears throat> and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> I was like, goodness. Um, so yeah, I I have never wanted one bad. I am, and here's the other thing. I don't think I'm drinking for the game. I'm going in I like will. a like. <laughs> will you drink it? You drink it for me. I'm going in <laughs> like a like a player. Like a look. Like I'm focused. I'm gonna be watching just so I, intently. I won't drink as much as I probably would otherwise. Mm. Like, cause I'm with you. Like, I want to be clear headed. I want to watch it. I want to, you know. Um, I want to take it in. I want to take right. it in because I, I want this I want to win. remember it. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, I probably... I will drink. Yeah. I mean, I'll have a... I'll have a beer too. <clears throat> what was it? I'll, I'll have... I'll have a couple of drinks. But yeah, I definitely... You're not going to be seeing drunk Chayton. You're going to see two or three beers Chayton clear-headed just for the nerves. But yeah, I think... I think it'll look a lot like that Alabama game. I really do. I could <laughs> see us getting down some points, but... I mean, I, ain't, I, I I think I will be nervous, and I really do think we've got a good pulse on the team. Like, I'm gonna be nervous as shit. I'm gonna be nervous mm. as shit. I can only imagine the, what they'd feel like. The closer this game gets, the more comfortable I feel about how this team um, has prepared for this game versus how I feel like Clemson is preparing for Alabama. I think they are thinking ahead. I, I do. Bama's best team, and like, yeah, 100%. for sure. And like, you know, that's a, that's a different conversation of you know whether or not I think Ohio's, we could beat Alabama. But um, I think Clemson kind of has that mindset of you know what, like, of Alabama in 2014, right? Like, we're supposed to win this game. We're gonna win this game. We're the better team. Like, there's just no no way, shape, or you know, form about it. Like, that's just it. And they don't have the same grudge. They don't have the same mentality. They don't have the same, you know, entire year-long work work ethic that has that has led to this moment mm. that this team has. And 
I think Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Justin Fields, Trey Sermon, uh, I think Jonathan Cooper shows out. I think Haskell Garrett will have a great game. Like Sean Wade will have a good game. I think the people that we need to step up will absolutely step up. I think they're ready. They've been preparing for this exact moment to do that. <clears throat> and I don't I don't see that from their side. So I I, I don't really either. I, I don't either. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm super pumped. So I'm going to be a wreck on I'm, Friday uh, all it's gonna, day long. It's going to be rough. And we're the last game, but we're the game everybody wants to see. Nobody. That's why yeah, that's we got why flexed to eight. Yeah, they fucking did that. That's who we want to see. We the show. So I got to get running, buddy. Hey, love you, man. Love you too, buddy. I'll call you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of 85 Yards. If you like what you heard, be sure to comment, like, download, and subscribe to this episode, along with all of our other episodes by searching 85 Yards on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. As always, 